Hi, everybody. Hope things are going well for you. Now, since it's still the Lunar New Year holidays in some Asian countries, like where I live, I'll wish you all a Shinian Kwaila. Literally, that translates to New Year Happy. Yeah, backwards, right? And in honor of the Year of the Dragon, I'm going to look at three very common expressions in English that likely have their roots in Chinese phrases. The first one is long time no see. As you know, it's something we say to someone that we haven't seen for, well, a long time. Many websites I checked, including the NPR site, say long time no see is a lone translation from a Mandarin Chinese expression, hao jiu bu jian, which translated into English literally means, wait for it, long time no see. NPR, or National Public Radio in the U.S., quotes the Dictionary of Catch Phrases American and British as saying that the idiom in English dates to the early 1900s and that it may have been brought to England by members of the British Navy who apparently heard it from the Chinese people they met overseas. Another version of that story, according to NPR, involves members of the U.S. Navy, not the British Navy. That sounds pretty convincing, doesn't it? Yes, but NPR also notes that there is another theory about the origin of long time no see. There are some that believe the phrase originates from Native American Indians as a simplified or pidgin form of English. NPR even notes that the Oxford English Dictionary states the phrase was used in a book by William F. Drannan published in 1904, and that it was apparently said to Drannan by a Native American Indian, again in simplified or pidgin English. Long time, no see. But wait just a minute, though, because several other sites I looked at say that Drannan, who claimed to be a captain and the chief of scouts for the U.S. Army, was writing a fictional book, a novel, and they don't believe his claims at all. However, the book was quite popular about 120 years ago and fueled the imaginations of many young male readers especially. You know, boys, young boys, cowboy stories. You know, life in the American Plains and the Indians and whatnot. Anyway, given that there's so much skepticism about that possible origin story, I'm going to stick with the Chinese phrase, Hao Zhou Bu Jian, as being the most likely origin of long time no see. All right, let's move on to idiom number two of this special Lunar New Year episode. This one is no can do. Just as it sounds, it's a refusal to do something, as in, Joe, can you help me move tomorrow? Sorry, Bob, no can do. I'm busy all day tomorrow. <laughs> sure, Joe. Now, the Oxford English Dictionary states the earliest known use of this phrase is from the 1860s. It also says that it is from Mandarin Chinese. I believe that phrase in Mandarin would be bukui, which translated into English is, yes, that's right, no can do. Apparently, it was a translation the Chinese made into English, which was then heard and spread by English speakers. 
Now, some sites, such as one on diversity by the University of California Riverside, suggest English speakers repeated that phrase "no can do" to mock the Chinese, make fun of them, and their poor English. And some websites say that may have also been the case with "long time no see." That is, it was said as a way of making fun of Chinese immigrants to the United States. I've seen some debate on the internet over whether English speakers should stop saying "no can do" and "long time no see." Yeah, I don't know about that. I think any type of mocking or remotely racist meanings of those two phrases has long disappeared, and there's no association in that way at all today. Plus, I haven't heard of any Chinese associations pushing for an end to the use of those expressions. I may have missed it, but I didn't see anything. So, to me, there's no legitimate reason to stop saying them or even reduce the number of times you say them. Come on, right? Okay, here's the last expression with a Mandarin Chinese origin. It's gung ho. As you may already know, gung ho is an adjective meaning that a person is full of enthusiasm and energy about something. You might say Gina is a great worker. She's really gung ho about doing a good job. Or Tom is gung ho about golf. He plays it every week, rain or shine. Always talking about it. This expression began being used in the early 1940s. During World War II, it seems pretty specific, and、uh, the origins seem pretty clear on this one. The site edimonline.com says it was the motto of a Marine battalion operating in the Pacific in the Second World War, and that it began to be used widely in American English around 1959. That site, along with others such as Wikipedia, says that it comes from the Chinese term "gong he." Yeah. Bad pronunciation. Oh well. Or roughly translated, meaning to work together and cooperate. Wikipedia and several other sites say that a U.S. Marine named Evans Carlson, who was posted in China in the 1930s, was largely responsible for the Chinese expression "gong he" becoming "gung ho." Now, let's take a look back. Quickly at the three expressions I examined in this episode. The first was "long time no see," which likely came from the Chinese phrase "hao jiu bu jian." Then there was "no can do," which probably came from the Mandarin expression "bu kui," no can do. In both cases, the phrases were probably translated from Chinese into English by immigrants to the U.S. and then repeated by locals. Lastly, I examined "gung ho," meaning to be very enthusiastic, maybe too enthusiastic sometimes about something. This comes from the Chinese phrase "gung ho," which basically means to work together, as I understand it, anyway. Thanks for listening to my podcast and for putting up with my bad Chinese pronunciation. Thanks also to Zapsplat.com for the sound. If you have any comments or suggestions. Please email me at ifthephrasefits@gmail.com and remember, if the phrase fits, use it. Zai Qian, see you later.